0: all right it's in the kitchen episode 25 uh big one today we got an awesome interview with uh quincy mcmahon uh now national champion uh from ucla women's soccer uh, great interview i thought quincy uh, fun talking to her uh but first we're gonna do uh, a little bowl special so it's bowl season uh got a lot of games starting on friday uh so th- this will be out a-, a day in advance uh for you guys uh i i love bowl season what do you guys feel about it
1: Oh, it's fantastic. It's great programming. Um, The best part about both seasons, in my mind, is the games you forget about and you're just flipping to the TV and then boom, there's football on on like Tuesday at noon. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's great between, you know, both seasons starting Friday, you got some college basketball mixed in. It's it's, a great two weeks of sports. Yeah. Um,
0: So, So, yeah, best time of the year. Yeah, so we got a lot of games to preview up until uh, we're previewing all the games up until Wednesday, December 21st at the New Orleans Bowl. And then we'll do the next uh, slate of them next week and then the playoff as well. So, uh, But we have a pick for every game, and I, I would like for us to keep track and make this a little competition. Uh, right. we will, at the end of all of this, we will be handing out the uh, Cole Sprout Award for Excellence in Champions uh, for the, the winner. Um, so we'll, we'll have to get like a little mini trophy made. I like this. Yeah. Uh we'll keep it keep an eye out on the Cole Sprout uh Bull Pick'em contest. Uh we did not and no, we did not uh talk to Cole Sprout before doing this. So uh, <laughs> we will have to see uh how, how he feels about that. But uh let's get right into the games then. So we'll, we'll go quickly through a lot of these because there's so many of them. But uh the first one, uh first bowl bowl game of the season is the hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. Uh guys, this guy's this game is on at nine AM. <laughs> this is a, goodness. <laughs> you gotta wake up bright and early for this one. Oh, <laughs> oh my so, goodness. Friday um, morning, beautiful. Yeah, nine AM. But uh, it is UAB nice. uh versus Miami, Ohio. Uh UAB is a uh eleven uh point favorite over Miami of Ohio. Uh let's start with
2: Joey. Uh UAB. I'm taking UAB in this one. Um I've watched neither of these teams. To me, Miami of Ohio is a fake Miami, so they're gonna clearly lose this game.
0: It's a good argument. Good yeah. job, Joey. Zach. Nice.
1: Yeah, this isn't a hockey game, it's a football game. Uh so we're going UAB. Uh we're going to fight and trend Dilfers. Um Yeah, why not? Birmingham's a cool town. Let's do it. This is the best part about both seasons. You get to look back and be like, oh good God, that
0: was a terrible pick. So UAB. All right. Uh I'm going on the other side. I'm taking Miami of Ohio. I gotta I gotta rock with the Mac. Uh and I, I, I see this as a uh, little coaching uh mismatch. Uh like I just like the uh UAB as a interim interim coach and Miami's got their head coach. And uh I don't know, I feel like 11 eleven's a lot for a bowl game where two teams really care about it. So uh I'm gonna go with UA uh Miami of Ohio plus eleven there. Uh so yeah, look at how quick we're getting through these guys. So uh our next one, this is uh and then so Friday afternoon uh is actually like one of the best games of bowl season. Uh the Duluth Trading Curable. Is number twenty five UTSA versus number twenty four Troy? Both teams coming off of conference championships. Like this is an awesome game. This is just a little treat. This more. should be really. Like, yeah, it really should yeah. be good. This, is, this should uh, be a this really is good. Awesome. Game. Like they they just really snuck this one in there. They like it didn't tell anyone about it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, by the way, while we're doing this, let's keep um, uh, an eye on what our favorite bowl name is. Okay. What, what our favorite one is, okay. uh, so we okay. can do a little analysis. Uh, so this one, yeah, is the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl uh we'll start with zach this time uh troy by the way is a one and a half point favorite
1: i'm going troy hopefully future guest uh coach david Mackey uh coming on here in the next couple weeks after this big win in the bowl game so yeah fighting trojans let's go okay joey Uh,
2: i'm going utsa because a roadrunner is a cooler mascot
0: so this is expert analysis from Joey today. <laughs> Joey, Joey just found out that Troy had a football team this morning. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right down the street from you, Joey. You should <laughs> know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going UTSA, actually. Uh, Frank Harris is the QB there. He's awesome. And that's like in most of my picks, by the way. It's just like which QB has had the better he's highlights the or like the, has the more like cooler, uh, has, has done cooler things this year. And uh, I, I just, Frank <laughs> Harris, is he's a stud. Over at UTSA, if you ever gonna uh, watch him tear it up in the dome uh, this year, he he has been awesome. So uh, I am gonna go with uh, the Roadrunners there. Like if
2: you are a football player named Frank, you are probably good at football. I don't know why that. How many
0: how many that... Franks do you know that are NFL? Football? Gore, yeah, Frank Gore. Okay, yeah, he solid player. All right, um, is there any others? Is it like a Fra- Frank Franklin, maybe. Is there? Are we missing a Franklin? I am um... not sure.
2: No, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to think about that. It yeah, just feels Great like radio. a name you'd be, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, no, I like that. Uh, all right, so Saturday, December seventeenth, day two of Bull Season. Uh, one of the more interesting ones to start the day. So it's the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. So a little bit of uh, backstory on this one. So uh, at, with all the coaching changes, so Satterfield uh, is leaving Louisville for Cincinnati, and these two. So and they're playing each other now. And so the way the stadium works, and the, is they're playing at Fenway Park. Uh, the two teams are sharing a sideline now <laughs> for this game. So, and, uh, I don't, th- I think Satterfield said he's not, he's not going to be at the game, but like, he's definitely going to watch. So, oh, yeah. uh, so, uh, this one will definitely be interesting. Could get a little heated. Uh, so Cincinnati is plus one, uh, versus Louisville. Uh, I'll start with this one. I just, I'm going to take Cincinnati. Uh, I just, uh, I think that, uh, they're just a better team than Louisville. And, uh, that is the only reason why. So I'm taking Cincinnati.
1: That's pretty I'm much gonna... my analysis too. Oh, I, I, yeah, I'm sorry, Joe. I just Joe. think they a team. Okay. I think there's a better team, and that's what we're choosing. This will be a fun game because of the same sideline scenario. Yeah. Um, I believe I get to catch a little bit of this before I get my day going. So yeah, this is one I'm going to tune in. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to go Cincinnati. I'm going
2: to take Louisville for the opposite, or for the kind of the same reason. They're going to be on the same sideline, and how could you not want to beat the team your former head coach is going to? That's true. You just yeah. just want to. I think beat down on them a little bit. I think
0: Louisville is like extra gutted though. I want to say they lost like four of their coaches for this game, so I think it's, like it's going to be all on the down. players then, and then they're just going to be wild. <laughs> they're just going to yeah. be yeah. reckless. No, I mean, hey, like Louisville, crazy. Louisville could pull someone out. Uh, I also I thought Louisville just they just like they looked so much better when they were in their home environment. So I don't know how they're going to fare when they go up to the cold, cold Boston here. So um, that'll be an interesting one. Uh, our next one is the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, this one, I don't know if we'll ever see this matchup again, so we're gonna have to take advantage of this one. Florida plus ten versus Oregon State. What? Plus hear, ten. Did you what? hear the words that just came out of my mouth? That Florida is plus, plus 10, ten to the Beavers at Oregon State. Uh let's go let's go back to Joey on this one.
2: Oregon State all the way. Okay. You know, Florida has looked very bad this year. All right. Uh I don't I don't know who's missing this game and or not, but I feel like Oregon State's just gonna. Run through these guys,
1: okay, Zach. Beavers, man! This line screams. This is a weird line. The beavers. It screams beavers, man. Yeah, so I'm going with the beavers. Oh, guys, I, I hate. That. We, we can't yep, all I, take knew, the I knew this was going to happen. We can't all take.
2: There's so many bull games that has to happen one time, right? Okay. Well, it's probably going to happen multiple.
1: But times. plus I'm ten, gonna... Florida plus ten.
0: Yeah, no, that's crazy. Uh, no, but I'm I am taking or or you'd say because Florida has just been an absolute what trash. Was their line against Georgia? They, they have not been very good. Uh, and they, they also Florida has like no QBs. Uh, so <laughs> they got uh, they one go one's going to the NFL, and then the other one was arrested on child porn. So they <sighs> they've been uh they they've been gutted. Uh, and also Oregon State just I feel like they would like if they can have in like the record books that they beat Florida by like thirty points in like their one matchup ever. Uh, it's a national that, championship. I feel like yeah. they, they would just love that. So uh, I'm going to be rocking with the, the Beavers, of Oregon State. I hope that they're uh, at this game uh, when uh, when they played Oregon, all of their fans are wearing these like cowboy hats. If they do that every game, it's maybe I'm just not watching enough. But and I haven't noticed, but I hope that the, the whole stadium is just full of orange cowboy hats. That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, we'll move on. The Jimmy Kimmel L Bowl. Is Washington State plus three versus Fresno State? Uh, I feel like Jimmy Kimmel is not the talk show host that should have a bowl game, by the way. I feel like he's not, <laughs> he's not, uh, he's not he, I feel like he's not the most worthy. Now, I, I, and I know Jimmy, I know Jimmy Kimmel uh, listens to this show, so I I, oh, okay. I want him to hear this. You but, want to re- oh, you do want him to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I I'm more of a. Uh, I I would say like I don't know. I like I like Jimmy Fallon a little bit more. I will say Fallon. Guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I was a big Conan guy until he retired. Um I, I, yeah. Conan was the best. Conan. Conan was definitely my guy. Um. Uh. So I guess uh, I don't know if it was the Conan O'Brien L.A. Bowl, maybe. Uh, I'd be a little bit more happy, but that doesn't matter. Um, it's Wazoo plus three versus Fresno State. Uh, Zach, why don't you start us off?
1: I'm going to go Wazoo. Okay. Oh, no, they're they're, they're going to fight for Mike Leach and the formal coach. Uh, they're going to get the W out of here. Okay. Joy.
2: Um, I'm going to go Fresno State. This is just a shot in the dark. They got a better record. So I don't That's know fair. anything about these two teams.
0: Mountain West champs, Fresno yes. State. Yeah, I'm going to go Fresno State as well, actually. Uh, their quarterback, Jake Hainer, is a legend. He's got a ton of fight in him. He had an awesome game. Uh, I, I The first time I got introduced to him, he was playing uh, UCLA last year, had a crazy win over them with, like, broken ribs, leading the team down, down for a game-winning drive. Mike White. Uh, so he's just always in my book. I'm always going to take Jake Hainer when I can't. So, uh, well, he's a starter. I mean, I, I guess Mike White's a starter now too, but uh, I'm going to take Jake Hainer uh, whenever I can. So I like Fresno State. Um, let's keep this rolling. The Lending Tree Bowl, uh, University of uh, uh, Southern uh, – is this, is this Southern Miss?
3: Yes. yes. Yeah,
0: so so we got Southern Miss is a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Rice, who backed into this game, I believe because they had the best academic standing of any of the five-win teams. So uh, keep that in mind as you're picking this game. Uh, we'll go to Joey first.
2: Uh, friend of the pod, Luke McCaffrey, he's, he's a Rice guy, right? He does play for Rice. Yeah, I, I got to take Rice. Then I know they backed into this. Uh, the smart boys are going to get one on this.
1: Okay. In this matchup. All right, Zach. Uh, you know what? Let's go SMU. Let's
0: go fighting Brett Farbs.
1: Uh, for no other reason than that.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I, I didn't even think about that. Do you think uh, that's going to hurt them that uh, the volleyball team has gotten more money than the football team this year? It potentially could. That you know, if that's what, if they lose this
1: game, that'll be the reason why. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Eagles. We'll, right. we'll, yeah, we'll
0: stick with that until until it, it, I'm proven wrong. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna take Rice uh, plus six and a half. I think that uh, they're just gonna be extra jazzed uh, to be in this game. And also, uh, our friend uh, Luke McCaffrey. I uh, gotta root for him. So uh, Zach, I'll be. This t-
2: one. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Sorry. No, go ahead, Joey.
2: I thought you were done. Um, this one looks like it's in Mobile, Alabama. You know any guys from Mobile? Ooh. Because I know quite a
1: few. That's right. You're probably flooded with them.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh good old Mobile, Alabama? Yeah, Mobile, Alabama. That's right. Cool spot, good beaches down there. Yeah, it's a cool. And cool. The town. beach
0: the the beaches are in Alabama.
1: Yeah, that's Orange Orange Beach,
0: Gulf Shores. go couple good beaches in Alabama. Okay. All right. Uh let's move on then. The New Mexico Bowl is SMU minus five and a half versus BYU. This one's actually like, I I feel like another like sneaky, very good matchup.
1: Yeah. Uh, SMU minus five and a half too. That's
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll start off with this one. Uh, I'm going to take BYU uh, plus five and a half. Uh, It's going to be actually, apparently it's supposed to be really cold at this game. It's supposed to be like 25 degrees or something, uh, which BYU is just a more prepared team for the cold weather. Uh, I think uh, the boys from Dallas, uh, they're very good, but they might be a little shocked. And also, um, Tanner Mordecai's star receiver uh, did opt out for this game, so I mm. think that uh, that could be a huge issue for them. Uh, also, BYU uh, is having a little bit of a QB issue. Uh, their QB has been hurt for a little bit, but I think he's going to come back. So especially if he's playing, uh, I like BYU. So uh, we'll now go to Joey. Uh, I I like the,
2: the cold weather argument, so I'm also going to go with BYU in this one. Did I switch so, you? Were you, yeah. you going to well, take SMU before this? I think I was, and then – there's just no way they know how to play in the cold, right?
0: Well, I mean, not every player is from Dallas. No, they're all from <laughs> Dallas.
2: They don't know what the cold feels like.
0: <laughs> so uh, you know, they're, just- nah,
1: they're SMU kids, yeah. man. They've been skiing all their lives. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, all I'm right. still gonna BYU. All right, Zach. I'm gonna take SMU for just okay. uh, pure entertainment purposes. I think this line is a little high. Um, and I'm gonna go with there might be a reason why. So let's go SMU.
0: Okay, perfect. All right, last game of Saturday is the Frisco Bowl. Uh, this is this one will be another sneaky fun one. So Boise State minus 10.5 versus North Texas. Uh, quick little fun story about uh, Boise State. I remember when I was a young lad, and uh, I've been wanting to tell the story, but we haven't because uh, Boise State just hasn't been brought up that much. So um, mm-hmm. when I was a young lad, I went to Tokyo Joe's, and uh, a guy um, who uh, was not from America – had, there was a, uh, a game on and it was Boise State and he kept on going up to the screen and hitting it because he thought the screen was broken because there was a blue field and he knew <laughs> that the grass was not blue. So he kept on hitting it and he was like, why is the screen broken? Uh, so <laughs> that, uh, that story is always in my yeah. brain when uh, Boise, oh, and I uh, think of Boise State. Uh, so, uh, But uh, in this game, I'm actually going to take North Texas. Uh, I think 10 is just way too much for them. Uh, they're a very good team. Uh, they they played their conference championship as well. And I think Boise State just, like, I feel like in our minds, like ever since that, like, Statue of Liberty uh, Boise State team, like, I'm always in our mind, like, we think they're, like, super good, but, like, they're just not the same team anymore. So uh, I'm going to take North Texas. Uh, Let's go
1: to Zach. I I would usually – I would take North Texas in this spot. However, they fired their coach after said conference championship game. So um, I don't know if there's some, like, internal things going on. I'm going to lean towards – uh, there might be some dysfunction going on there, and they're ready to get the season over with. I'm going to go Boise State. Fair enough. Joey. Uh, I'm going to take the mean green on this one uh, because
2: of Brian Harsons came from Boise State. And, yeah. All right, I'm, what, star- yeah, I'm ball starting ball to ball.
0: get concerned. I think me and Joey had the same pick for every single game on Saturday. Mm, let's say <laughs> yeah, We have. I think. Or did yes, you, take, you do. do. No, <laughs> did yes. you, did except you take for the Louisville you- game. Okay, all right, we're going to have to split, split there. there. Yeah. Okay, we need to let's, – let's pick one game where we're both going to flip. No, uh, got to keep it. No, no, we got to make the well, – go, go it, with who you got. It's not going to be – I can be, go with SMU. I it's go not going to be a competition if uh, me and Joey just have the same record because we all pick the same teams. I'll go with SMU. I wanted to take them before, so I'll,
2: I'll change mine to
0: SMU. Don't, don't let easy. me talk you out of anything either. You just right? said we need a flip one. Well, I I mean I can flip. There's two. a lot
2: okay.
1: of bowl games. We
0: can right. just have. We can, all right, do it's the fine. Same no, 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 it's fine.
2: You're,
1: you're taking b <laughs> y yeah. right, now if BYU. we get the next ten that are the okay. same, then we might have right. some problems. That's fine. All
0: right, uh, let's go to Monday. Uh, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, very fun. Marshall minus ten versus UConn. UConn in a bowl game, guys. We we got to cherish this one. They might never go in UConn. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, fighting Jim
1: Morris. That's all I know about him. And their basketball okay. team's really good. So let's go UConn. Okay. Joey,
2: Uh, I'm going to take Marshall because they beat Notre Dame.
0: Okay, Uh, I'm going to go UConn. Uh, I think like I just don't see like they've like haven't been been in a bowl game in forever. They've been terrible. I don't see like a situation where they don't give this like their absolute all and this is their Super Bowl. So uh, I think ten is just. I think they can get within ten, or they might be able to win. I'm not sure. Uh, Let's let's move on though. Uh, Tuesday. This is a sneaky one of my favorite bowl games uh, every year is the famous Idaho potato bowl. Uh, we got uh, San Jose state university is a three and a half point favorite over Eastern Michigan. Uh, let's go to Joey for his uh, I'm going analysis. Eastern
2: Michigan because okay. I played with a kid freshman year football who is now on Eastern Michigan. Uh, okay. King Keith. So yeah, going to
1: root for them.
0: Okay. Let's go uh, Zach. I'm gonna go with the Spartans.
1: They gave Auburn a good game at the beginning of the year. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good point. So uh yeah, listen uh San Jose State.
0: Okay. No, that, that is a good point. Uh I'm gonna go Eastern Michigan as well. Uh for similar reasons. Uh, our boy Kane and Keefe, I gotta support our guys. If anything, I'm loyal. Uh so I'm gonna support uh Keefe in this one. Also, I just I trust uh when when in doubt, I trust the Mac teams to fight harder. So uh I trust that Eastern Michigan can get this one done. Uh also I remember I was told Like in over the summer in like June, that San Jose State was going to be terrible. So like that is just like step stuck in my mind. Every time I see them, I'm like, okay, San Jose State is probably not going to win this game. So uh, I'm going to take Eastern Michigan as well. Uh, Next game, the Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. That that's that's a mouthful right there. Might be a leader uh, in the
1: clubhouse. This might be a leader in the clubhouse. Yeah. Oh really? For best bowl name, yeah. Oh, uh, best bowl name. Okay. Oh, yeah. Roofclaim.com roof boca Raton
0: bowl. Uh we have really like Mac that. Champion. Uh Toledo It's a four and a half point favorite over to Liberty, who uh now has no coach. Uh I wanna we'll start with the Auburn guys first in this one. Uh let's go to Zach. Toledo,
1: Mac Champions. And I had a good friend tell me one time if you gotta choose between a Mac team and a non Mac team go with a mag team because they're gonna Take fight harder
0: who was that that person sounds really Grant sad. allen
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, what it happened about no. it happened about two minutes ago oh shoot okay. uh, and I, I thought it was some good good advice I'm not trying to live in the moment here but I thought that was some good advice Toledo did you did you have Liberty and then I no figured? I did I had no I had Toledo yeah. oh, okay that wasn't all gonna right. be my reason for it but you just gave me you gave me a little bit more motivation to to oh, make okay. sure that my pick was right okay all right Joey uh, I'm I,
2: I'm gonna follow that advice. Sounds like a smart guy, um, and Liberty has no head coach
0: because he's now my head coach. So, Joey, we're gonna have like two different games. We're gonna have like two. What do you want <laughs> from me? <laughs> I don't I don't know what I want from you. I just okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go Toledo too. Great minds uh, think alike, Grant. What, I mean, what can, it, what can
2: this, we
4: say?
0: This contest is gonna be a mess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this game got ran up like crazy. This opened up at one, and then now it's Toledo minus four. Uh, And I think Liberty is just a shell of a team right now, uh, like with with losing their coach. And like they already were like, I feel like in our brains a little bit, they were like the great Liberty team uh, from last year uh, with uh, what's that quarterback's name? He plays at Tennessee now. Willis. Yeah, Mikel Willis. Yeah, uh, Willis. uh, Like, they're just not that team anymore. Uh, uh, Toledo has had a little bit of QB issues, too. uh, But uh, you saw in that MAC championship, uh, when the backup came in, it's just very disciplined ball. Like, he didn't throw an interception, he just played his role, uh, made the right passes. Uh, They ran the ball a lot. So uh, I think if they continue that discipline, uh, Toledo should be able to uh, do just fine in this game. So uh, also, you got to be pumped if you're Toledo and they're sending you to Boca Raton you got to be just fine. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Perfect time of Sick. year. No. Uh, all right, so last bowl game we're going to preview uh, is uh, on Wednesday, December 21st. This is the r and r- Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Uh, Western Yo. Kentucky is plus four to South Alabama, which uh, they have one of my favorite just like team uh, acronyms. It's just USA. 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 Let's go. I, right. I, it's, it's hard every time to not just pick USA uh, when I see it down there. So – Uh, We're gonna start though with Zach and see what he thinks. Uh, Joey, go first. Oh, okay. He program change.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take the Hilltoppers um, because I saw them play live and you know they didn't look that bad. So okay.
1: Uh, I'm going with Hilltoppers too. Their quarterback potentially was putting his name in the portal. Took his name out of the portal. Uh, So they're ready to build on next year. This is gonna be a good game for them. I'm going Hilltoppers. Oh, jeez, guys,
0: I really wanted to take the Hilltoppers too. Take them there. Take them. I don't know if I want to take them. Oh uh,
2: South Alabama, You know what? Alabama I'm just two. gonna
0: change it up. I'll I'll make this different. I'm just gonna go South Alabama. They're a really yeah, good team. Yeah, South can, Alabama's a good team. This they can, this they, should be a really good game. Yeah, USA, they, baby. They can score. Uh I'll take USA. Uh they gave UCLA a fight for their lives in like week two. Uh and then that UCLA won on like the last, very last second. Uh this team can score. They have great offense. Uh so does Western Kentucky though. Is there a total on this one? Uh whatever it is, is probably gonna scream over. This one 56. could be like, this one could be like eighty to seventy. This is like a, a mega <laughs> offense game. Uh, but all right, I'm going to take South Alabama then. I'm just going to change. No, you I, I mean,
1: you, you should feel calm. They're they a really good team. Also, they, uh, a really really good underrated Thursday night game against Troy. I would say like week eight
0: or nine or something like that. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah this good. This should
1: be a good football game. Yeah, uh,
0: my favorite bowl game name of these. I'm going to go with my gut. Oh, my gut always. I love the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. That's nice. Joey.
2: I'm going to the Wasabi Fenway
0: Bowl. Now, if that wasn't played on a baseball field, would you not? No, I think picked, it sounds funny. It? That's oh, okay. Sabi, right. The Wasabi
2: Bowl. Okay. That's
0: sick. Zach.
1: Roofclaim.com.
0: Roofclaim.com. Oka Raton, Raton I like it. Uh, all, right, all right. We'll continue our preview, though, uh, except we'll talk the NFL. This is a great slate, by the way, uh, in the NFL this weekend. Uh, Zach, what's the uh, total number of games uh, you think you will watch this weekend? Uh, you're traveling. Uh, it's a busy weekend. Businessman first. Uh, how Are you, uh, are you, you think you're going to squeeze in some time? Yeah, so
1: I'm lucky enough. I'll be in Los Angeles. So um, that Sunday 11 o'clock kickoff is now 10 o'clock for me. So uh, mm-hmm. I think I got some family time. Um, my father-in-law, who usually – He'll have the NFL games on, just kind of in the background. So it'll be on the TV. I'll catch the first slate of games. Um, I'll definitely be able to watch the Saturday night games. Yeah, I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. Um, yeah, I'll see most of the morning games, and then i got a, a Auburn-USC basketball game and some friends' nightcap for dinner. Uh, but that's the best part about being in Los Angeles is you get those morning games, and everybody else try to suffer through the afternoon. So uh, I'm in pretty good shape. I'm excited about this weekend.
0: Okay. All right, uh, well, we'll start with our first game is Thursday night, December 15th. Uh, this is a very good matchup. Uh, it's 49ers. They are three and a half point favorites over the Seahawks. Uh, Joey uh, mentioned uh, earlier off the pod, he thinks that the Seahawks are going down a little bit. So we're going to go to Joey first and see what he thinks. Yeah, um,
2: I, I, I think the Seahawks are on a downtrend and the Niners are on an uptrend, uh, even though they've had some injuries. I think they're going to be able to play through it. Um, I like the 49ers in this game. Uh yeah, I like I'm just not super confident in the Seahawks right now. I don't I, I think they've had some injuries as well, which has kind of hurt them. Um uh, but Geno Smith, uh, he's still playing great, but yeah, I'm just not super super confident in them. And I like the 49ers, so I'm going with okay. that one.
1: Zach I think this is in my mind I think this is the game of the week. Um okay, for prime on prime a couple, for a couple reasons. Um the 49ers are really, really good. We've established that. Also, the 49ers have put themselves in a really good position in that NFC West with four weeks to go. They're not saying they're going to take the breaks off or not saying that they're going to play a little bit less, but they got a little bit more wiggle room to just be like, okay, let's just get to the finish line. Let's get to the playoffs. Let's get everybody help. So not saying that, like, this is a spot for them to lose, but I still like the Seahawks. Um They got a good team. I believe in Geno Smith. Pete Carroll, at the end of the day, is a rah-rah guy. And he's going to fire them up. He's going to get them ready. Um, They have to have this win. It is in Seattle. Um, I think this is a great spot for the Seahawks. I think this is going to be a really, really good Thursday night game. I know that's a shocker to say, but I think this is going to be a really good Thursday night game. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. Um, The only kind of thing that makes me nervous is that there's not – like. You know, eventually they'll get the book and we'll figure out if Brock Purdy is good or if he is sustainable for the rest of the season. Um, Two days of film in the NFL we've seen on Thursday night games is super, super tough. Um, That's where I think the 49ers could squeak about on this. But yeah, I'm going Seahawks. I'm going with the coaching uh, philosophy of Pete Carroll in this game. I think it's going to be a blast.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. This is actually this is a great Thursday night game. I feel like we haven't had like a real solid one in a few weeks. No. I can't I can't uh, uh season, pretty I guess like I mean there was like Bills Rams was like week 1 and I was like okay like we didn't yeah, know but the That Rams doesn't
1: were... that doesn't fall into the category of like
0: Yeah there's no short no, week no yeah no short yeah. week no prep yeah. time No I'm sure there's uh, been <laughs> I'm sure there's 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 had to have been one word forgetting
1: uh but, but this is a good one I mean this is just seeing the two teams on there this is a great game
2: You tell me yeah. Broncos Colts wasn't one of your favorite games you've watched all season
0: that was a, I was at that one live, so that was a that was a that was a, uh, that was a great game for uh, for punting purposes. If you're a fan of special teams, <laughs> Pat,
1: Pat McAfee loved that
0: game. That game was awesome. Uh, but if you are a uh, if you are a, um, a Broncos fan, that one was miserable. So, uh, but uh, still on this game though, I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks as well uh I actually uh, I really like the Seahawks here. This one just feels kind of like the overcorrection for Brock Purdy a little bit. Like I remember this one with like Mike White last year like everyone was like oh like Mike White like a like best QB in the NFL and then like he got the, totally blown out the next time. So uh I just think like it's a little bit of a the overcorrection. The bracket ship uh might come crashing uh back down to earth here. Um and then uh I just think the Seahawks need this desperately too. They've lost like 3 of the last 4. Uh, they if they still want to be in the little playoff mix, they have to win this one. They get them at home. Like I just think that uh, the Seahawks, like uh, with three, uh, they're in their their desperation uh, opportunity. They really need it. And also, Debo is out for this game. He's not out for the season, though. That's huge no. uh, for the 49ers. So I just think like eventually these injuries have to affect them, right? Like it has to affect them eventually. So um, I, it, I mean, it, it probably it has it. But, yeah. Uh, it, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but that, that's kind of my analysis on it. So, uh, I'm going to be taking the Seahawks. Uh, this one could be a sneaky, good, uh, color, uh, matchup as well. I feel like, I feel like this one has a lot of potential. Okay. Do we know what color the Seahawks jerseys is going to be? Uh, We're at I'm, home. I'm assuming a nice. Uh, it's probably like a, a nice blue with a green.
1: i said they could go neon. Could a oh, is this the neon? Them. Is this the yeah. neon game? Oh no. Oh, this,
0: this could be. I don't know. Dude, I uh, like them, man. It, it just fits, Christmas like, colors.
1: It just fits. Fits that team. It yeah.
0: does. All right, so we'll move on then. Uh, this game is on a Saturday. What? We have reached that point in the year. <laughs> Hold up. Uh, Where they, they yeah. throw this game on a Saturday. Uh, and this is, uh, you said game of the week. This is uh, uh, this is up there for game of the week as well, but there's a ton of great games. Uh, Dolphins plus seven and a half at the Bills rematch of uh, great one of the great games from like week two or three uh, where the Dolphins uh, uh, Dolphins got a win over the Bills uh, down in Miami. Uh, now the Dolphins are going up to Buffalo. Uh, Joey, what do you think about this one? You're the Tua guy uh, on this uh, podcast, self-proclaimed Tua guy. I'm going to tell you right yeah. now, if you don't take the Dolphins, I will be upset with you.
2: So I am going to take the Dolphins, but okay, this is good. with a lot of, of caution because okay. um, I guess they had the heaters on in against uh, the Chargers with okay. for fifty five degrees, Ooh. Uh, and I think this it's going to be snowing during this game. So that causes great concern for me.
0: Are you saying the Dolphins are <laughs> soft
2: heaters for fifty five degrees?
1: Is kind of soft. That's, that's, a, uh, that's that that's California a, calls it. You know, it's a little crisp. gets a crowd. that's
2: an SEC Yeah, but you're move. playing football.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a that's LSU and Arkansas bringing out the hot cocoa for forty-five degrees.
2: (laughs) I'm just a little concerned for for the Dolphins here in this one, Uh, but I am going to take them. Uh, I I think so. I think they might be getting scouted a little bit. Tua is not playing that great, Um, and and like we kind of talked about, people are dropping back in their coverage a little bit, and not giving Tyreek Hill and Jalen Jalen Waddle that. room that they they need to get open so um and the bills have a really good defense so i am worried for for my dolphins but i'm hoping not my dolphins i'm worried for the dolphins i'm but i think they'll pull it out so
0: yeah uh i'm gonna go with the bills here i think that uh it's just one team is trending up and the other team's trending down uh it's as simple as that also if you look at like the map that the dolphins have been doing uh mm. this past uh, three Brutal games schedule is terrible Brutal schedule like they are just doing like uh a, a, they there um what is shoot this little uh, question my history who are those uh two guys that uh explored uh the west for america From lewis, lewis, lewis and clark lewis and clark it is uh two uh, uh <laughs> lewis and clark here uh they're wearing like a, a raccoon skin expansion. hat uh yeah so they um uh yeah no so they flew all the way from miami to san francisco and then I don't know, are they, they might be going back to Miami and then to Buffalo. I'm not no, sure. What they were,
1: movie. they were at UCLA all week.
0: Yeah. Is that better though? Is that, does that help? He, he said, it. you know, and he
1: gave, he, he talked in the pregame about it was good because it, all you get to do is focus on football. But look, I mean, in co- like in college, we were on the road a lot and you, I lived, you, you get tired of a hotel and it right. just kind of like, so no, I don't think. Yeah. It's, you get lonely, you're ready to go home. Um. Finish your point, Grant, because I was just gonna I am gonna ramble here for a little bit on this game.
0: No, uh that's pretty much my point. Uh so yeah, I'm taking the Bills, uh minus seven and a half. So uh Zach, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take
1: the Bills. Um is there has there been a more brutal three game stretch in the NFL
0: this season than any than than what the Dolphins are doing right now? Who did the Dolphins play before last week's two weeks ago? I can't remember.
1: They had San Francisco.
0: Yeah, but then before Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, they had San Francisco. So, they, it was San Could Francisco
1: San Francisco Chargers and not a Bills. So you're saying who they played before the 49ers. Uh, yeah. I can find that
0: out. Because so I don't think – was that the Bears? Was that – no, played, I think the Bears was earlier um, than that. Yeah, well, Joey's Texans. talking just
1: – the Texans. Oh, okay. Yeah. But just that three-game stretch, man. I mean, you know, as much as we – But that was that. As much as the Chargers drive not only this podcast, but a lot of you know NFL fans crazy, they have a lot of talent. And when that talent comes together like it did on Sunday night, it, no matter how prepared you are, you're still in for a tough game. So you had a very, very healthy 49ers team. And, yes, Jimmy G got hurt in that game, but we're seeing what you know, Brock Purdy, he's going to get scouted eventually, but he's good. He's been really good the past two weeks um but you're playing a physical team you're playing a team with tons of talent and then you don't even get to go home and now you're playing a healthy chargers team who beats you just physically and now you go to buffalo where it's snowing and they're healthy and they're really good that's just painful man i mean this is a really good team but that's a tough tough stretch um i'm gonna go bills with this seven and a half okay. I've, uh, I've got a kind of
2: question for you about this game so if we we know the dolphins they're getting scouted a little bit if Mike McDaniel can pull this one out. It like, does that like obviously we think he's a good coach, but if he can change something up, make this a close game, make it a little different, like does that put him in category for like coach of the year? Like
0: no, no, I think the Eagles no. coach no, no. Okay. I,
1: don't
0: I think, think there's uh, any question. Salah, Salah could be coach of the year.
1: Just make the playoffs. Salah could be yeah. I think so. I don't. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that McDaniel can coach and will be coaching in the NFL for a long. Long time, yeah. Um, but this is just a brutal stretch, man. I mean, I mean, like, let's just say, what you leave, you have a Sunday night game in California. and I don't know how the schedule works. Let's just say you, you go to the airport, take a flight home. You don't get back to Miami till you know eight nine in the morning. Like, so you're already almost behind anyway. And now you're playing on a Saturday. You're still playing on a short week.
0: Um, just yeah, brutal schedule. Oh sure. Uh, all right. We'll go to Sunday now. Can you believe that? We've previewed uh, all these games and we haven't even made it to Sunday <laughs> yet. Uh, that's just the NFL schedule for you. Uh, so Sunday, uh, this is another one where Joey, I'm going to tell you right now, there's only one team you can pick here uh, for Lions jets. There's only one team you can pick. And if you don't pick them, I don't know if we can have you on this show anymore. Cause like, then it's like we like everything that you stand for is just out the window. There's, there's only one team you can pick. So, Joey, I'm going to leave this to you. Don't disappoint us. There's only one team you can pick. I'm taking the Lions. That's I'm, Joe, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Joe, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm going to what take the Jets. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I'm
2: going to take the Jets. Yeah. Like you said, I'm, I'm sticking with them. It, is, is Mike White okay? I don't know. I haven't heard no, any update on that. There's no way he's okay. <laughs> Who's playing quarterback?
0: It would probably Jalacco? be, be – oh. I I think there's a chance Mike White still plays, but uh, I'm, wow. I, I would be prepared to see Flacco as well. Then I'm definitely taking the Jets. Okay. you just like Flacco that much more? Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, any, anything else you want to say, Joey? Um, this will be a fun game. The spread is even. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay. I'm excited to watch this game. But, um, yeah, I'm just taking Jets.
0: No, it, it'll probably move around, too. Usually, like, these games don't close it even. Uh, but I'm going to take the Lions here. Uh, they're just uh, – they're just the hottest team right now. You have to take them. I, and also I'm just rooting for them to get in the playoffs. I just want them to sneak in. Uh, and they basically need to win out, uh, for that to happen. So, uh, I'm rooting for them hard. And this is another thing where it's just like, this is just not a team I want to step in front of right now, especially if you're the jets and you're, you're just, it's going downhill. Everyone's getting hurt. Your QB gets folded like a chair, every other play. And like, uh, and especially too, that showed like there, there's some weaknesses at offensive line for the Jets, and the Lions' defense has been getting good uh, recently. That was their weakness all season. Uh, they were they were worst in the league the first like four uh, games of the season. Now they're, they're they have their numbers are top ten. Uh, so I, I just think that this could be really bad for the Jets. Uh, I'm going to take the Lions. And Man Campbell, Coach DC.
1: Oh, this is going to be a really good game. Really, really good game. Um. Oh, I'm going uh, I'm going oh. Lions. Wow. I know I That's what I, I thought you were going to say. Um I can't my my it can be shifted. This is this just feels like that typical NFL game where it's like Lions 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 and then I sit down to watch it. I might even wear a blue shirt just to, you know, be excited about it and Jets come out and beat them. Um
0: have you considered though we've never seen the the uh, the not not the Dolphins, sorry, The Lions win this many games out of, like, a five-game stretch. I
1: know. I know. And they're playing fantastic football. And they're healthy. They're playing – it's they're, they are everything the Jets aren't right now. Right.
0: Yeah. And that's what freaks me out. See, this that is, is where, too – I be, I feel like, like 90% – of the, like, 70% of the, the picks are going to be the Lions. Exactly. Like, the public's loading up on them. Oh, yeah. But it's like sometimes they're just right. They're just right. 100%. Sometimes it's
1: just simple. You just keep it simple. This
2: is Jared Goff though. He's been playing some really good football.
1: No, the whole team has, man. I know, I know, but, but Jared
2: Goff especially. Like, we I don't this is probably the best Jared Goff we've ever seen.
1: So yeah, and he's Jets have a good defense. So
0: what about Su- Super Bowl Jared Goff. Super Bowl. Well, that was a really good team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Uh I don't know. Do you guys got anything else for this game before we move it on?
1: It should be fun. It should a be fun. Blast.
0: Yeah. I think, what's what's our um our most fun game of the week is, yes, it, is it this one well I feel like the next one we can preview it
1: could be a fun one yeah, i think we, for personal reasons i mean i think we've gotten sucked into man campbell or at
0: least i, I mean i know how i have uh, yeah no i have uh like yeah i mean you said you had a crush on him yeah uh-huh yeah, Zach yeah. so got <laughs> sucked. Run, so, why, to, do you why do you think? Why do you think
1: I wearing my hair, hair down? I was you know, gonna say you want to. Nobody wants this. Run, yeah. is,
0: is Zach's uh, waiting for uh, Coach DC to run his uh, hands through that uh, that hair. <laughs> That's right. Hair Zach's on Zach's oh, condition.
1: Okay. I, sh- I shampooed and conditioned it today. <laughs>
0: so, so, yeah. All right, uh, let's move on though. So, uh, a little quick rematch: Giants at Commanders. These two teams tied last time. What are the chances they tie it yet? Oh, has that ever so happened? Been before? No, that has, has to there happen. Ever been? No, that has, has, has to been happen. A, a no, situation no. where a team ties twice tie in the yet? same season or that's twice I'm rooting for. in like a month. No, no, they're just it's something's got to happen. Uh, can you I, bet I, on that? Can you, you bet can. for a tie? You can't bet on a tie, it's crazy odds, but uh, yeah. Um, so let's let's go to Zach first.
1: I'm gonna go commanders, um, I think there's a better team. Um, I still think they're trending in the right direction. They're playing really good football. Uh, Giants aren't. I like this at four and a half uh, at home. Let's go commanders. Joey. Um,
2: I'm going to root for the tie, but I'm going to take side. I know. I know. I know. I'm going to take the giants on this one um, at the line. I don't know if they're going to win, but I think they could get within a field goal in this game. Um, because it's like they're both fighting for playoff spots. And I do think the commanders are a better team. But the way this team's been coached this year, I, I think they're going to put up a fight. And I think it's going to be a decent game. So
0: I agree. Uh, except I also don't agree because I'm taking the commanders. Uh, I agree a few in the sense that this will be a fight. But I yeah. think that, like, I just think the commanders, like, if it comes down to like possessions, uh, I think the commanders are going to win this game. Uh, I think the better team, uh, I think Heineke has more swagger. Than the, the Giants have right now. And it's I just Danny think Dimes. Like, okay, you can put any two, like, um, uh, alliterate, you can put any alliteration together and make someone sound cool. Okay, it's, the <laughs> it's on the field that matters to me. Um, I think uh, Taylor is going to be buying uh, Jordan. I'm going to go with Jordan Fours. uh um, think Fours. With giant colors i don't know I'm, I'm gonna be honest i don't know anything about jordan shoes that was just uh, i just put jordan <laughs> to the number next to them the number. Uh, i like it so I, i'm predicting jordan fours for uh heineke i don't know, i just think they have the better team too like and this is the same situation where it's one team is trending up the other one's trending down and uh i like to uh, I, uh and because i know nothing about stocks i buy at the wrong time i buy when it's uh at its peak so uh, I will be there taking uh, the commanders uh, in this one. Uh, I don't. I, this this is also a great game. This is a great weekend. Yes, it's a good weekend. Really good weekend. It's just go. We have a great yeah, weekend, guys. Going on, how, on how, that. Do you that, guys care if I have a great week week weekend? Of, no, I, I hope, hope you have a great, great weekend. weekend. Yeah, I hope you, have I hope you guys a have a great weekend too. Yeah, absolutely. We get to share a weekend together, Grant. Hope we get what? to watch some football together. We Ooh. do get to watch some <laughs> football together. Yes, uh, no, we got to get Zach in on this too. Maybe we'll we'll be together on Thursday. Maybe like a uh, pull up, pull up the side screen, maybe. Uh, but let's get to our last game. Let's get to the last game here it is Bengals minus three and a half at the stinky, stinky Buccaneers. Uh, this is again, guys, I, I swear they, the, the book is broken. I think the Buccaneers have the number three and a half next to them every single week. Yeah, I It has been like this <laughs> since like week three. Like, I think that they, <laughs> they just, they don't know what to do with this team. So they just put three that's, and a half next to them every single time. Uh, that's I don't, a great I point. That like, is it's a fantastic. Literally been every single week, like it, it doesn't matter who they are playing. Uh, they could be playing a JV high school team. They could be playing the Buffalo Bills. It's going to be three and a half every single time. Uh, this one is where the, are both both these teams are pretty like crisp, uh, pretty firmly into the playoff picture. I want to say uh Buccaneers slightly different a bit, directions. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> different levels uh of that. But like I think I mean the Buccaneers, like who's their biggest threat right now for the playoffs? Like the Panthers, probably? Panthers, yeah. yeah. Panthers, Panthers, yeah. So that'll be one to look out for a little bit. But we're focusing on this game and we're gonna start with Zach to see what he thinks.
1: I hate this game in the NFL. Like I from a from a betting standpoint, with my personal money, I absolutely hate a game like this. Because yeah, one team is I'll, I'm gonna make it clearly one way. Why do you no, hate this game? Why because the the Bengals should win. The Bengals right. are so much better,
2: and I
0: trust I trust Joe Burrow. But so three just and a half. Don't just, trust you just Burrow, made though. every. You just made every reason for three and a half. Yeah, you, you just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm taking the bucks. I'm okay. Like, what? <laughs> You just wrote like a dissertation on, on yeah, this yes, so I'm taking the bucks. You, you just what? wrote like you just wrote a dissertation on this game for the bang for the Bengals to win uh, comfortably, and then you took the Buccaneers.
1: Correct. Because yeah. <laughs> that's because that's, that's how the NFL works. That's how betting works. Know, the it's the worst sure.
0: decision ever.
1: Um, I mean, the Bengals are really good. They're going to be in the playoffs. They've got a really really good chance to make another run. But like you said, that there's still the Bucks. There's tons of talent. They just haven't been able to figure it out. But they don't. Well, they got crushed this past week in San Francisco, but they can they're they're gonna they're gonna win this game. They're gonna take the money line. I'm gonna we'll take the Bucks. All right, Joey. Uh,
2: I'm gonna go with all the reasons <laughs> Zach said and take the Bengals. Okay. I think we've been talking about trends this whole NFL preview. Uh, this is clearly one team on the up and one team on the down. Uh, so I'm going with the team on the up. I'm
0: going with the Bengals. All right. Uh... This is this game makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Stomach because I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Exactly, I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Exactly. I, I, is I that because it's
2: 80% making me, of the bets are going to be on the Bengals? Is I I you doing it?
0: I, no, I just I think that at home and like I feel like the Bengals like they're like right on line with their script from last year and yeah. like I feel like they just like or they, they, they the, the Bengals are just due to drop like a stupid game. <laughs> Out of nowhere. They're like just going to cruise in they've, game. They've huh? risen so much. I feel like they're just due for something. Else. And then also the Buccaneers kind of like a bounce back spot. Like they got embarrassed last week. And then Tom Brady has got dudes asking for autographs of the balls he's intercepted that, that got intercepted. <laughs> like I just like I know he's like old now, but like I think that like. There's he's gonna have that little like anger in him where he's like, did they really ask me to sign a ball that I get intercepted? And I had to put on that smile, be all nice. Uh a guy that I've been playing in the NFL longer than he's been alive, just showed up and beat the snot out of me last week. Uh, I think they're gonna be super pissed I think that the Buccaneers need like a statement win here. They need this so bad. They need like a win that's not against a under five hundred terrible team. Uh so I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Buccaneers. I I hate it. It's it's, it's like cringe it. I feel yeah. sick. It's gonna. It's like I, talking to is, Russell
1: Wilson before a game. Oh boy, it just makes your stomach. <laughs> hey, why hey, are you we, always? We're, why you always do that? To right, us. Us. All right We're not. We're not, not talking well, about the Broncos right now.
0: Uh, yeah, or, I, I. just is just. I. I can't feel good about this game. I like. I. I'm gonna be sick watching it. It's gonna be terrible. But I just. I don't know what. What else do you want me to do? Like, this is your exactly, exactly. What else do you want, you're
1: gonna, to do? Joey? You're gonna take the me and Grant to take the Bengals, and we'd sit there the whole time. And like at kickoff, you're like, "This is easy money. This is easy money." And then like four minutes, in, you're, will be up
2: like a touched no, The whole game.
1: But like if I if I bet the Bengals, you're like four minutes into this game, you're like, "I lost. I just <laughs> gave my money away." Yeah, I no. literally went to Vegas last week and didn't gamble. And Here I am gambling, just handing them money. Do you think gambling Vegas? No, I've Did treated my-, my wife really well. You know, really I had a great good. time. It was a good adult trip. But, um, yeah, I'm right there with you, Granite. My stomach hurts right now thinking about this game. I hate this. Uh, can it's I
2: a propose a new segment on our show?
1: <laughs> what is yeah, it? Absolutely.
2: Can we do maybe like the Toilet Bowl game of the week? Like worst game? Yeah, like just... I don't think a, it's like this game. No, I don't think it's this, this is, I have this some nominations a game. A fun game. that okay. I, I could bring up. Uh, a- so the Falcons are playing the Saints. That's gonna be a stinky game. Uh, Taysom um, Hill, Counterpoint. He's fun to watch. Or it is may,
0: or is this Desmond Ritter? Are we gonna get Desmond Ritter this game?
2: I don't know. I think we might. Uh, <clears throat> and then we got the Steelers playing the Panthers. This could be interesting though, because the Panthers are in the hunt. Um, and then maybe a sneaky toilet bowl game of the week: Colts Vikings. No, I, that's I, gonna be a great game. You think it'll be a fun game?
0: Yeah. Just wait to just wait till we get to picks later. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, then of course we have the Cardinals Broncos, which I think might be the worst game of
0: the week. Uh, oh, yeah, that's that's probably a two backup. Qu- quarterbacks? <laughs> so maybe we don't do the segment. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, no, uh, we have
2: Rams Packers. That, that'll be a crappy game.
0: No, Cardinals Broncos is way worse than that. They're both backup quarterbacks, come on now. Okay, well, maybe we don't do that then. All right, uh, let's get to let's get to picks though. Zach, do you want to start us off? What, what, uh, yeah, what do let's, we not talk about?
1: Um, I like Eagles on the road against the Bears at nine. Um, Saints, Falcons, ooh, that's a dumpster final. I'm gonna take the Saints. You know what? Just to feel alive a little bit, I'm going to take the Broncos. Whoa. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna take He's a team Broncos. player.
0: He's a team player. Yeah. You not like um, Colt McCoy?
1: I don't know. I mean, oh, Russell Wilson's out, isn't he? Yep.
2: He is. Yeah, Brett Ripping.
1: Um, Rippin. Let me take that back. I'm gonna, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lay off that one. No, I, I think the games we had listed are really good. I'll probably focus on a lot of those. Uh, I'm excited about that Thursday night game. Uh, and then, as much as it, you know, like my stomach still hurts, I, I do. I think the Bengals Buccaneers games would be um, pretty exciting. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, they might score 12 whole points this week. That's right.
1: That is it'll be, right.
0: It'll be really fun. All right, I'm gonna run through these real quick uh some i have a bunch of other games that make me just sick to my stomach uh colts vikings i'm taking the colts uh plus four uh e- even though it's on the road i don't care it's on the nfl network they're trying to make sure no one watches it uh so <laughs> i'm going to but there's a ton of games on nfl network every game oh, on all, saturday every game, game on saturday yeah. Yeah. like dolphins bills is, is gonna have like i'm gonna have to go find a a, a restaurant or something really game on used. so Stream or something. Yeah. Uh but no, I'm taking the Colts. Uh I'm also taking the Browns uh minus three against the Ravens. Uh I will be taking uh the Saints uh minus four. Uh and the Panthers yeah. uh minus two and a half against the Steelers. Uh another mm-hmm. sneaky one, uh Jaguars, plus four Cowboys. Uh, weird like things that. happen. I like weird, that. Weird things happen in Jacksonville. Also Trevor Lawrence, I mean kind of kind of a stud now up. Like we they kind of forgot up about up him. Lots of points. He's kind of a stud now. Uh, so Jaguars, uh, I'm gonna take them. Uh, I'm not a quitter. Broncos, I, I'm 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 loyal. I'm running with my guys. Uh, Broncos minus three. Uh, I'm gonna take the Raiders uh, to beat the Patriots, uh, and then uh, the Chargers uh, minus three uh, against the Titans. Uh, I think I, I think the Chargers. I'm kind of scared because I've been on this little thing all year where I keep on saying the Chargers are really bad and that they're not going to make the playoffs, and I think they're going to make the playoffs now. So that's uh I'm I'm waiting for that to come. Uh but uh that's uh we'll we'll deal with that when we get there. Uh and then lastly, uh Green Bay, I'm gonna take them. Uh the the full touchdown uh against Minus the Rams. Seven. Yeah, I just oh. I don't think that I think they're like the Rams are just so bad. And I think they're like Rodgers like against no like, Baker a, belief. I just I, I would rather have Aaron Rodgers than Baker. I just especially in Green Bay. Like, I think that like, I, I just, I can't, I can't take the Rams there. I just can't. Uh, Joey, did we, did we miss anything that you wanted to talk about?
2: Um, I would take the Rams in that last game. I would say, I don't okay. think Green Bay, how many games have they won at home this year too? Uh, not, not a lot. Yeah.
0: So, they are not the usual Packers.
2: And I just want to see Baker Mayfield
0: go out there and do something. What do you want to see him do? Beat yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma ain't walking through that door, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say where's Lincoln Riley is uh, down. Oh no, he is in SoCal. It could be. He is in. So- yeah. yeah, the food. neighbors now. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'll have to walk that one back. But uh, this, this is gonna be a great weekend, guys. I am so excited. It We're really so, is. There is so much football. It really is. There is so much football to watch, uh, especially on Saturday. Like we just we just have a treat. It's gonna it's gonna be something special. This is the best time of year. I am gonna say it right now. This is the best time of year. Uh, for for sports, and especially also, uh, go ahead. Oh, uh, uh, fantasy go ahead, yeah. start this week. Okay, fantasy all right, we're gonna move start on. this week. Who are you? Did, did you make it? it? Oh, of course, you are.
2: Uh, who, yeah, number one. Who's uh, fantasy, so. are, is anyone like Playing my roommate Brandon Jansen this week? Uh, number four. Seed, so,
0: who, who are you like? Are you gonna win? What's
2: uh, I'm predicted to win right now. I just made a big trade, I traded AJ Brown for Nick Chubb. Okay, uh, so yeah, we'll see how that turns out for me. I don't All know. Right. I'm kind of nervous about it. I have four really good receivers and I had only one really good running back. So I needed two pretty good running backs.
0: All right. That's about that's about enough. I want to hear about that. So we're gonna we're gonna move on. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening, guys. Yeah, no, we don't care. Um we <laughs> will go uh last kind of thing here before we wrap up the show. So obviously some really sad news. Um out of Startsville, Mississippi, uh coach Mike Leach uh, uh, unfortunately passed away. Um, this is really sad, uh, really crushed stuff. This is, uh, uh, Mike Leach was such a big part of college football. Um, whether, whether or not you were a fan of one of the teams he rooted for, or just a fan of college football, like he was definitely, he, it's, it's undeniable that he was a large part of it. Um, so this is just crushing news, uh, especially like, uh, as an active coach, um, this it, is just, uh, really sad. It shows you, um, how fragile, uh life really is. Um, you know, this is uh you can't take this stuff for granted. Um you guys are SEC guys. Um uh I know uh you guys you guys probably have more interaction with uh uh Mike Leach and following him than I do. Um uh you guys just got thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah. Um it this sucked. I mean this sucked really bad. Um I, I guess I'll start with what I put on my Facebook. Uh, I reposted a clip from the SEC Network the SEC network. Uh, And I'll just read it word for word and then kind of I'll I'll talk about some interactions I had um, yesterday with some friends and family about it. Um, I just said um, pirates forever. I said, I'm going to miss texting with my friends after his interviews on marriage or mascots or when they do the look like segment on the Levitard show. Um, Mike Leach (laughs) looks like a washed up wizard. (laughs) uh mike leach mike leach looks like um the lunch lady at your kids elementary school um mostly though uh college football at the end of the day it's bitter it's passionate but it's one big family um and so most importantly i'm just gonna miss mike leach uh the world got a little less smarter and less funnier yesterday uh far far too soon um Man, 61 is not that old, and this sucked. You know, my parents are 70. Uh, they're huge SEC fans. So just talking to my parents yesterday, um, it does kind of like clinch you up a little bit that this this is reality and this is life and nobody's too big or too small for these things to happen. Um, you know, I, I'm blessed and tortured that, you know, my wife deals with stuff like this every day. And, you know, she prepares me to like, you, you just never know um, – but that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt or somebody that you've followed for, you know, almost two decades of my life of just seeing his preface conferences and seeing how much of an impact he's had on the sport that we all love. Uh, it was brutal, man. It, 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 it was, it was tough. Um, I think is, you know, I'm, I don't have an issue with Mississippi state, even, you know, without this. So I think we're all kind of bulldog fans down in the South uh, yesterday. So um, those are my thoughts on it.
2: Yeah. I, <clears throat> I think he's just had like such a tremendous reach on football in general. Um, He's, he's just a, like, just a football guy, just a dude. Uh, Hilarious. I love watching clips of his interviews. Um, And then just with his passing, you know, all the stories that are coming out about like him just chatting with people. Um, I heard one about him just on the phone with a stranger like someone had misdialed and it was his phone number and he talked to that person for an hour. Um, (laughs) Like that's just classic. And that's hilarious. Um, And someone I wish I could have known, honestly. Uh, But like, I want to read his coaching tree, like people, he's flowered into the the college football and NFL world. So of course you have like Dave Aranda, uh, Neil Brown, Sonny Cumbie, Sonny Dykes, Josh Heupel um cliff kingsbury uh and then of course lincoln riley and and a bunch of other guys too but those are just some some of my favorites up there so just a lot of respect for coach leach and and uh think about him and his family now so
0: yeah no I mean people don't like I feel like a lot of people didn't really realize like how much of a reach uh coach Leach had on the uh the college football world like uh, I I uh like I, I didn't know until very recently how important he was to just like the uh, integration of like those like the uh line four guys out wide like spread offenses um you know like air raid offense uh like I didn't realize air that he was kind of like the uh um he, he was kind of like the the godfather of that uh so I saw uh, uh someone posted a picture of like him uh uh in like 1990 uh coaching like being an assistant coach of like a division three in iowa um you know working on it so uh like nice. you know, he's been a part of the game forever and like he's gonna be um uh like it, obviously like his, his legacy is gonna be a part of the game uh for forever as well um it, it's just crushing stuff like it's hard to even like uh put into words like it, it it's like like we talked about earlier like 61 is so young like it, it felt like um it like it just kind of like came out of nowhere i didn't like i didn't see this coming uh really it's uh this is super tragic stuff um
1: i kind of it works
0: saturday morning yeah that's that's how crazy it is like it's just like like i said earlier like life is just so fragile um like you gotta you know take don't take this stuff for granted um you know this is really like a a special thing that uh you know everyone everyone has his life you know you can't um uh, we all, we all gotta appreciate it. So uh, I I will say I I do like uh, it. It is great to see all that everyone's floating around all the clips of Mike Mike chick We all know his like interviews and stuff are great. Um, you know, and the, it is a shame because like there's really no one else that like does that stuff that like it will play the games uh, and like really give like authentic answers to even like the dumbest questions. Uh, it's like well, how do I like ask out this girl or like what is like what do you think a candy corner or whatever like in the middle of a game? Uh, I saw someone put out a clip of like he um. <laughs> is in like the twenty twenty season and he was like taking photos, like uh, oh, and like <laughs> and uh <laughs> celebrating the game and like there's a full fist fight breaking out on the field. Like he was just such an authentic dude. Like um it really seemed like he was never thought he was like too important or too big for anyone. So um this is just tragic stuff. Uh I really like, I don't know um really what what else more I want uh I want to say about it personally. Uh, I think it's really cool that he beat Ole Miss in his last game. Yeah. Um that's like that's great. Uh, I just I I thought like, Lane
1: Lane's Lane Kiffin's statement too. Yeah, I'm not really sure if y'all read that. Oh, I no, saw that was, it. Was awesome. Yeah.
0: No, that was very professional of Lane. Like, it, and it's crazy too that you know, like, uh, Lane made a great point where he said, like, in the, you know, it's rare. It's rare in like those SEC coaches meetings over the summer where, like, you know, these are your rivals. You're really bitter, and like everyone just seems to still really like Mike Leach. You know, he gets along with everyone. So. Um, just, Speak,
1: I heard this was actually a couple years ago. I heard Lane Kevin said they were at the SEC coaches meeting in Birmingham and the meeting adjourned. And he said, Mike Leach, and I was like, Hey, man, anybody can give me a ride down to Key West? <laughs> like, he was like, That's like,
0: that's Mike Leach. So, yeah, no, this is uh, uh yeah, no, I thought it was really interesting to see, like, you know, like this is like, you know, the head coach Ole Miss. Um, giving a really special uh, statement, like uh, sharing memories of uh, Mike Leach, who's his rival, you know, it's his opposing rival. And like, it seemed like there wasn't like really like, uh, there's bad blood between the schools, but like it seemed like uh, uh, Coach Kiffin uh, really thought highly of Coach Leach. And it seemed like uh, Leach was uh, very nice uh, to everyone around him. So um, I'm happy he got to walk away the winner that
1: he is. And that's what, and that was, and and Kiffin lost that game to him. So it just kind of shows you.
0: I saw that uh, apparently uh, Coach Leach is un is uh, ineligible for the uh, Hall of Fame. Hall of uh, Fame, like by like a uh, four tenths of a percent. Oh. Like he- he's lost like uh, you have to be like sixty percent as a coach, and uh, he's like fifty nine point six or something like that. Um, that's brutal, so, like, Yeah, like all he had to do was win three more games. Uh, which like they, they should just round that up. Like that's like I mean, uh, he's such an important part to college football. I feel like they have to make an exception. Um, but uh. Uh that's on them. I don't know. We can we can celebrate uh Coach Leach like he's in the hall of fame anyway. So yeah uh Heroes get remembered, legends remember uh, Yeah, he's remember in uh him, he, him. he's in the in the kitchen hall of fame for Coach. That's right. Ooh. Sure. All right, well we we'll, we'll we're gonna uh, kick it to Quincy then uh for an awesome interview. So uh here is Quincy. All right. We're now joined by a special friend of the show. It's now national champion Quincy McMahon. Uh, Quincy, where where are you where are you joining us from? I feel like you're in a different spot every time I talk to you.
3: Um, right now I'm still I'm at UCLA, just in my apartment, so in Westwood.
0: Okay. No, you're not. Are you not going home?
3: I'm going home, but I'm going home on Sunday, and then my parents live in Henderson, Nevada, now because my dad coaches for the Raiders. Okay. So cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fun fact: I was born there, Henderson. Hey. Yeah. Okay. it's also, uh, also home to a, uh, full-size Simpson house. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, fun fun. Oh, yeah. Is well, that the main well, attraction? Uh, uh, well now besides the McMahon family being there, uh, I would, <laughs> I would say before then, yes, but now it's obviously Quincy's family. So, uh, okay. but yeah, we, we, let's get into it though. So uh, now national champion, uh, UCLA, uh, just won the national championship for women's soccer last week. So now coming fresh off this championship, uh, I want to know, how did you guys celebrate this? Because it's, it's going on during finals week. Did that kind of like dampen it a little bit? It's not They didn't schedule this very nicely for you guys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we actually, okay, so our TAs had gone on strike, like maybe like five weeks ago, which worked out well for us because okay. the finals, like they made them all super straightforward. So we had gone back on Tuesday. So, okay, so Monday night we played, got done at like eight, and then all of our families like came over to the hotel. We all hung out to like, and then we had to get on a flight at three or we had to leave the hotel at three o'clock in the morning to get on a flight at six. <laughs> and then We got back on Tuesday. Some girls had finals that day. And then I had two finals on Wednesday. So it was kind of like a mad scramble to like celebrate, but then also like to <laughs> study for the finals and like all those things. But it was good that our TAs were on strike because honestly, the finals weren't too bad.
0: What's well, so it? Why are the TAs on strike?
3: I think across the whole UC system, they are just because like for pay and stuff. But so like we haven't had discussions or like anything's been graded for like the fast past like five weeks.
0: <laughs> you, just have, like, <laughs> you just have no idea what's going on anymore? You just no, have, like, no, no grades. one has any
3: idea like what grade they're going to get oh in class. Gosh. It's like a whole deal.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So let's talk some, some actual in-game stuff. You guys Mm -hmm. had had a huge comeback in this game, scored it like, what is like 16 seconds left at the last possible chance. Uh, Was there ever a point where you guys were like sitting, like looking at the clock and then like the scoreboard board and you guys are kind of like, I don't know if we have enough time to do this. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. I think honestly, after their second, their second goal was pretty disheartening for us just because they had scored that it was almost the exact same goal they had just scored And at that point, I think they scored in like a 72nd minute. So we still had a bit of time, but that's just really hard to come back from just because like they're a pretty defensively organized team and like they love to counter. So us sending numbers up, we were a bit anxious about, but we ended up switching into like a, it was like a three, five, two, but it ended up being like five forwards. And so we had gone into that and we had been like the one thing that I thought was super encouraging is that we kept creating opportunities. And so like, even before that 80th minute mark, there was like a couple of times we had a couple of shots on goal and we're just like kind of running at them. Cause we started to press and like right after that first goal happened. So we always will like huddle up after a goal scored. And right after that first goal happened, we were like, okay, like we in practice, we have practiced like, up a goal, down a goal for 10 minute segments. And we've done that like throughout prep for the tournaments. We were like, okay, this is exactly what we've been doing. Like down a goal, 10 minutes left. Like we know how to do this. So I think we were super prepared for that, which was good. And then it never felt like there wasn't enough time just because like, so me and my center back are really close, her name's Lily Real. And I remember like, she's okay, like, hey, there's five minutes left. I'm like, we just got like four shots on goal. Like we're gonna get at least one more opportunity in these last five minutes. So that's kind of what it felt like from our side of it.
1: Okay, yeah. Did you, uh, oh, go ahead. The clock counts down in college soccer, still, right? So, like, sixteen seconds is sixteen seconds. Yeah, it's not like added time in like no, professional. No. Yeah, okay. So
3: they don't do any because the referee can stop the clock like whenever he but wants you can it. see it on the scoreboard. Yeah. So they don't do okay. stops. So the ball goes out with, I think like 36 seconds left in the corner. And we have this freshman who takes all of our corners and she's like the most chill human being ever. <laughs> and so she's just walking over there. We're all like, okay, like, on. <laughs> I can't really get it. like get our goalie up. So it takes like 15 seconds to do all that. And then she ends up serving it just this awesome ball in. So, yeah.
0: Is that a, is that uh sunshine?
3: That was Allie Blamos who served that ball
0: in. Okay, because like, I, I hear most chill person ever. I'm thinking, though, it's got to be the one person named Sunshine on your guys. Yeah, she's and also that, that, that the
3: most be, chill that person That has to be number one person. Left left for, that's got to be <laughs> the number
0: one person for vibes on the team yeah. someone named Sunshine. Oh, oh yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, it, kind of more on the game, though, a little bit. So I, I've heard before that 2-0 that is the most dangerous lead in soccer. Mm-hmm. So was it a little bit of a strategy like when they score the first one, you're like, oh, let's let them get to 2 Uh, establish a false sense of security for them, and then that's when we're going to get them?
3: I think that... No, just because, like, you never want to (laughs) concede twice. (laughs) But, like... I kind of think that even with both goals, we never knew that we weren't in it because like also like offensively, we didn't feel like we were getting broken down that much. Like, yeah, their service was from wide spaces. And we knew that that girl on the other team, Avery Patterson was really good in the air. So we knew that that was the way that they were threatening. And so I think we kind of understood, like, if we shut that down, then they won't have as many opportunities just because they weren't breaking us down defensively as much. But, yeah, I mean, you never want to get two goals scored on you. No. It, <laughs> yeah, no I,
0: obviously, it's not a deal. But uh, so when you, know, you guys get there, though, you get you get to overtime, you, you uh have that huge goal. Do you, did you kind of get feel then, like, now that we've made it here, like, this, like, this is our game, like, we're going to win this one? Yeah.
3: We were talking about this actually, like, the other day. But we were like, as soon as we scored that goal to send us into overtime, like, we knew we were going to win the game. Just because that Carolina team is really dangerous and they're really good. But from a mentality perspective, we felt like we had the upper hand just because we had the momentum going forward. And like we were talking about how like you could see it as soon as we lined up for um, as soon as we lined up for overtime. Like our other center back, Jaden Perry's like dancing to the songs and like <laughs> super hyped and like super excited. And everyone's like in a really good mood. And then you look over across the field and like it's so hard to have a team come back and still be in like really good spirits. So I think that was what was the best thing for us is like, we knew we had the momentum and we had the confidence to go forward. And also like we've been in overtime before and even in the tournament against Virginia and UCF. And we like knew that we could score or that we were going to create opportunities.
0: Right. Yeah. So then, uh, you, when you guys score in overtime, and then the a goal before, uh, it, one of the goals in regulation, uh, two of them came off of uh, rebound opportunities. I noticed, and mm-hmm. uh, so keep in mind we're we're idiots uh, when it comes to like uh, soccer. So th- some of these questions might At be least really dumb, but me and Grant are. It, yeah, that kind of Zach knows more what he's talking about. But like, mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of these come off of rebound uh, opportunities. Is that something you guys like emphasize in practice? Is trying to like get more of those, or is that just like a common like, it, like instinctual like soccer thing?
3: Yeah. So actually. So a lot of our game plan was honestly to swarm their goalkeeper. Um, She's great. She's a freshman though. And so sometimes like that can get a little scary in really big games. So kind of our thing was like, okay, if by some chance she, and she'll give up in the season before, like she's really good shot stopper, but she'll give up a lot of um, just like dropping it or rebounds. And so we knew that. So like we emphasized to Lexi who got the first one like you need to step up and you need to every time the ball goes in like you need to be there for the rebound so that was actually something that was kind of like one of our keys to the game cool
2: that's really cool so yeah. um I was reading your uh bio on the UCLA website and it uh tells about a story where you sent your high school team to a regional championship and it's kind of a similar situation you know <laughs> Uh, down two scores there's like six minutes mm-hmm. left in the game i guess and you guys end up tying going into overtime and then winning that game so when you're in this position in a national championship are you getting like deja vu or are you going over to your teammates you're like don't worry guys like i've been <laughs> here like we totally got this or like Um, how did that go down yeah
3: that's funny that you say that I've had a couple people bring that up to me I honestly in the moment those are two like so separate events for me and just like so separate circumstances that after I kind of realized I was like oh my gosh that's what we did in the Mount Vernon game like sweet but (laughs) it was kind of just like very different just because the team was like super different and all those things I guess it's kind of the same from a mentality perspective of just like at that point, you're doing anything you possibly can to get up the field or like anything you possibly can to get a ball in. And so like just completely, I don't know, like just trying not to be tired, like telling yourself you're not tired. And it's like the same mentality thing that I felt in high school season. I feel like I felt there as well.
2: Okay, so I go to Auburn University. Mm -hmm. Zach is from Auburn. Uh, we're both huge fans, and I don't know if you know. Like, there's a huge rivalry Auburn, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate that school. <laughs> Zach hates them like half the time. I don't. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what he Fair. feels. Fair. But yeah. uh, I just want to know. Can you just explain the feeling of absolutely dominating <laughs> Alabama, especially in a playoff position? Um, I I just haven't really felt that honestly yeah. in a while. So I need someone Ever. to tell me how it feels. Okay, oh, wow. relax. Ever. <laughs>
3: Yeah. I mean, they, they kudos to them. They had an, a phenomenal year. I mean, they were great the whole entire, their SEC season, the whole tournament, they were super dangerous. They have this just lethal attack and like that is pretty hard to manage. And they kind of do this thing where like their press is really good. So they'll just absolutely swarm and like try and create chaos. And we're very much a team that like likes to be very calm and play out of it and things like that. And so I think like scoring an earlier goal or scoring that goal. um, And then just like having the second one come so quickly or sorry, we scored a goal in the first half, which was huge for us. And then scoring the second and the third so quickly, I think was really what changed the momentum for us. Cause instead of it being like now like a panic state of like, okay, we have to build out, we have to, like, get into their half, like, we can't freak out, it was more like, okay, like, we can afford to make mistakes, so when their press would come, it was, like, much more freeing, and we would just start to play out of it, and, like, be super calm, and get our midfield, we have a great midfield, and just, like, getting them more involved, I mean, I tell them all the time, like, we're better when they're on the ball, and so just, like, playing through them was huge, and it was, like, what was really good for us is like seeing them come and bring all that pressure and then just playing right out of it and then being like upset or like having to then run 20 yards to get the ball back. Like that was really uplifting for us. Cause we are like, okay, we can't play out of pressure. We can't keep going. Awesome.
2: I'm, I'm just so glad you guys just shut them out. Dude, <laughs> great, yeah, that made me play. very happy. Great so. <laughs> So I've got another question for you here since we're kind of talking about different schools and stuff. Um, You were Gatorade Player of the Year. I'm sure you're pretty heavily recruited. Why why did you choose UCLA? What made you want to go there?
3: Yeah. So the rules are a little bit different now, but I committed to UCLA my sophomore year of high school and it was under a different coaching staff. Um, That coaching staff did a really good job at recruiting just from a standpoint of like, I mean, it's also UCLA. And like, when you go there, I really didn't have any, I really didn't want to go so far away, but you step on campus and it's like this gorgeous campus, yeah. and they have amazing soccer and they have amazing academics. So it really was just like the full package for me, and also like the rich history of of really elite soccer players coming out of that university was kind of a big thing because I know like I want to play professionally and I just wanted to be at a school and be with people that would push me to be able to get to that point and to do that and it's worked out well too because with this new we had a new overturn of a coaching staff this year and they have been just phenomenal and so like that has worked out really well for us
0: so cool so like you uh, UCLA though going to the Big Ten that's got to be added benefit right like kind of like extra extra ex- sport now 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 you get <laughs> yeah, to join Big, uh, you get to join Big <laughs> yeah. Ten country with me you get to join it yeah I
3: know we have very mixed feelings about <laughs> it
0: <laughs> mixed as in like you can't decide if you're like super excited or just regular yeah. excited.
3: The only thing we're a little worried about is just the travel is going to be quite expensive because we had done a trip to North Carolina earlier this year and we were gone for like a week and that was kind of a lot. And I feel like that's kind of what it's going to be for much of Big Ten. I don't know. It will be my senior year, so I'll only have to endure it for like a year. So whether it's good or bad, like it will be a nice little test run for me.
0: No, if you guys it's, go to if you guys play at Iowa City, I'll definitely be there. I'll go, yeah. I'll go I'll go, I'll go split Jersey. I'll go split Jersey. Oh I <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um,
1: I see your dad's an NFL coach. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of more the question I got is is kind of what's that like growing up and then kind of what's it like moving around? I see we've lived in eight places. Yeah, yeah. We I thought you were in Indiana from your bio, and now you're telling us you're in <laughs> Vegas. So it just seems like it happens a lot. So just kind of take us through that and what what that's like.
3: Yeah. So he has been coaching in the NFL since I was about six. So as you said, I've I've lived in eight different places and moved quite a bit. I had um, I know Grand Joey because I had moved to Colorado when I was a sophomore in high school, and then I had moved back to Indiana my senior year. So there's there was a, l- a lot of transient in my high school, but I think honestly, like obviously when during it, I hated it. <laughs> it wasn't super fun for me. And like, <laughs> it was difficult to like be out a place, make all these great friends and then have to leave it so soon. And just like, yeah, that that was difficult. But I think now, especially as I grow older, like I appreciate it so much just because I've met so many different people from so many different places and have all these super cool connections. And like it has made me a lot more adaptable to change and a and I feel like a lot more like not in just one bubble of one specific place, so that has been cool, just like getting all those experiences, and also like each place brought me a lot of different things, like a big thing in Colorado is that like I played at real Colorado and they were just like amazing. And that completely transformed my whole entire soccer career and very much like got me to where I am now. And so I think just like each place had given me a lot. And so I'm very like grateful for all those things, but yeah, moving around was difficult when I was little.
1: What was your two favorite places you lived?
3: I think Indiana and Colorado.
0: Okay. Good yeah. answer. <laughs>
3: this
0: an answer. this out interview out. was going to be over if you didn't say Colorado. <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs>
4: Yeah. Um,
1: just from an outs- outside perspective, you know, I'm, I'm so close to Valor and I know so many of, of the I won't say students now friends that have come through there. And it's such a great school, both academically mm-hmm. and um, athletically. So just and that, that two years, what was it like being in Valor? Um, yeah. Knowing that they had the great athletic program, knowing that more than likely you're going to bop around and not finish there.
3: Yeah. So for me, I think the transition initially was difficult just because like sophomore year of high school is just like a weird year, but I had met a lot of girls um, on my club team. And so I'm a 2 and they do it by birth year. So all like Grant and Joey are part of the friend group that was a year older than me. And so I would like always hang out with them and that was super fun. But then like it got to junior year and like COVID happened and things started to wrap up and I was like, oh shoot, like I know no one in my grade. <laughs> <laughs> but, it was, <laughs> but it was like, it was it was really good just to have those connections with like Ryan and Meg and Haley and all their friend group, just cause like Valor's so close knit too, that I would like get to see them all the time. And it wasn't like weird that I would hang out with them cause they were seniors or it wasn't like, I didn't ever feel out of place. So that was really good. And then I think also just like knowing that I was leaving or that I would potentially leave. I tried to get the most out of it. So even from a soccer perspective, like my coach there is named Lauren Donaldson. He's amazing. But I spent just like as much time as I possibly could with him, whether it be like going into practice or early, going to both practices, coming in on the weekend, things like that, because I knew that potentially my time could be limited with him. And I was growing and learning so much.
1: Love it. Love it. All right. So I'm actually headed to LA on Saturday. Oh my gosh. (laughs) um what got any suggestions for me and the family got any hot spots
3: here's the thing is that i don't like driving and i don't like driving in traffic (laughs) i like mostly just stay in westwood but i'm trying to think okay there's like this getty museum that's super cool that's by westwood The Santa Monica is really nice, the beaches, but I would suggest going down a little bit towards Malibu and going to Will Rogers. That's where we go. It's a lot more like secluded and it's a lot more local. Um, What else do we know? I mean, we've gone to a Dodgers game, but they're not playing, obviously, but those are super fun. We hate them anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's really all we do. Honestly, we really just do soccer in school and go to the beach, so
1: doesn't sound like a bad life. No. All right, so so Santa Monica, the Getty Museum, and Malibu, if I can make it. Yes. Okay, I like it.
0: So this might be—I don't know if it's like cool or weird, but uh, I'll, I'll phrase this as cool. Is it—is it pretty cool that at UCLA more students go to the soccer games than football?
3: Yeah, actually, like that's <laughs> that's been very cool for us this year. <laughs> Just because, I mean, obviously, like I haven't even been to a football game once.
0: <laughs> Quincy. <laughs> That's okay. You're, you're, you're so busy. It's I don't hard. know how you are right you in the middle of y'all's season. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know, know, know how
4: you know. So You're don't. good. No, it's you're good, good,
3: Quincy. Season. So yeah. hard to get there. But the support that we've had from the student body has been phenomenal and amazing. And um, I, we will take a little bit of credit for it because before every home game, we have made – Okay, so the athletic department, we've just been a pain in the ass, honestly, to them. Because we're like, <laughs> you don't need to advertise us. Like, you advertise football all the time. You don't advertise us. And so – we got them to like make us a bunch of flyers so before every home game we sit on we have called what's brew and walk and so people like have to walk to it to get classes and just scream at people like give them flyers like hey you're coming to the game like things <laughs> like that and so we, I, I I'm hoping we've got a lot of people from that but I also think that it's been good because we haven't this year we are undefeated at home and so I think it's like people like to come when we win so that's been awesome too.
0: Is it, is it so? It's the students doing that, like a little like grassroots campaign for the girls' soccer team.
3: It's us, so we'll. Oh, it's
0: you it. guys. Oh, yeah. then it's really great. It's really yes. grassroots. So yeah, it's like so we're, that's we're
3: like, You guys have to come to our game today, kind of thing.
0: Uh, so I, I was gonna say, if like uh, an actual player came up and like pressured me, of like, oh yes, okay. Sorry, oh girls, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> you like any fun oh yeah, like I'll get people's faces
3: and be like, "You're coming. I know you're coming from <laughs> your friends. It's a great date idea. Like you have to come." <laughs>
2: Do you do like any, pro like any fun promos at your games, like anything you can sell when you're talking to students? They
3: have like, our social media person is also super cool and she's been doing a really good job this year. So we do a lot of like each, each game, there's like some kind of theme and then there's some kind of like promo going on with it. So we've had a lot of, um, my favorite one is that we'll have like youth night. And so we'll invite all like the club teams to come and all those kids get free and they're adorable. And just like, there's a, a bunch of them. So that's always super fun really cool yeah uh
2: so maybe going off of that a little bit uh you're obviously a d1 athlete super athletic i'm sure you could have played other sports if you wanted to i'm not sure if you did um but what made you choose soccer what why do you why'd you fall in love with the sport
3: yeah so i have two older brothers and they're four and five years older than me and so i always wanted to do anything with them and i always wanted to be better at them than everything and they never played soccer. So once I started playing soccer and I knew that I could beat my middle brother Emmett at it, it was just like something that kind of clicked for me. And then I wanted to do it all the time. And I was a very active child. So like just being able to run around all the time was great.
1: <laughs> so, so kind of with that, I got a five-year-old girl
4: mm-hmm.
1: who loves playing soccer and every once in a while, she'll watch it with me. I kind of forced her to watch the Premier League with me at seven in the morning. <laughs> Uh, what would advice that for you? Or what advice would you have for somebody that age, or yeah. you know, because you become six, seven, eight, nine, real quick, mm-hmm. um, that is interested in the sport or, or kind of would take the same path you would?
3: Yeah, I think for me, honestly, what was what really was good for me is that I played a lot of different sports and I like I played basketball. I ran track at Valor and I did all those things. I played softball. And I think just like being super active and exploring a lot of different sports, you really find what you really enjoy and what you're really passionate about. And soccer for me, like I would go through all these phases with different sports, but that one always stuck. And so I think also like from that perspective too, I see a a large trend of like, people overemphasizing like private training when you're little and like just devoting everything to the game or like you have to watch soccer and like you have to and and while those things are really good it's not like the end all be all kind of thing and like the development that you have right now for like young girls playing soccer is you're going to develop and you're going to like it just because like the relationships you build with it and like the friendships you have and like it doesn't have to be how good you are right now it just has to be that you like enjoy being with the team and like your aptitude for learning those kinds of things. So or I think that you get
1: a stamp on the back of your hand after practice. Exactly. <laughs> That's <what> it is <laughs> you get
3: that cute little participation trophy. Like those <laughs> things are great. And so I think just like really loving it and learning it in a really casual environment. And like, I've honestly had to like redo that this year is just like relearn it in a really casual environment and understand what I really like, why I really like it and not put too much pressure on like, Oh, I have to watch soccer because I have to pay attention to this outside back and how he defends. But it's more like, okay, I just get to watch soccer because I like soccer kind of thing.
2: Zach, I think uh, she also needs a sibling to be. Yes. (laughs) So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. you can make that happen too. I'm home
1: alone give- right now. Touchy subject.
3: <laughs> I will give all my competitive everything I am as an athlete yeah. to my brothers because it's they funny would- how that works, right? Yeah, yeah, they, for lack of better words, they would beat the shit out of me, so I had to, like, I had no choice. <laughs> That's
1: so kind of. But I, I used to beat the shit out of my brother, and yeah. uh, he became a Navy SEAL.
0: So exactly. um that won't ever happen again. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <zined>. <laughs>
0: So kind of on the, on the note of uh, watching soccer, uh, we're, we're going to talk about watching soccer. So uh, we had on uh, Hannah Joella before uh, from uh, Missouri and former teammate, I believe. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So former teammate and uh, she was our soccer expert. Heading into the World Cup. So she gave us a little preview and she just proved that she knows nothing about soccer because she said that the the US men's national team was not going to win a game. And then they made it to the Sweet 16. So, and then had a state statement tie win over England. So it was awesome. Uh, So then uh, we're going to make you our new expert. We're electing you to that title. Uh, So uh, we got there's semis happening right now. So just give us a prediction just who's winning the whole thing.
3: Okay okay my my roommate's gonna kill me if I say anyone else in Argentina I have to say Argentina. I have the most Argentinian roommate of all time, and her parents are both from Argentina and she i all I've heard is nonstop Argentina, so I have to go Argentina
1: she's probably going
0: crazy isn't she?
3: Oh my gosh yeah, it's yeah. been a whole pandemonium of emotions for her That's so, awesome. it's so funny. <laughs>
0: That's good. Yeah, no, we're we're a messy podcast. So that was yes, uh, that good. was the right Thank that God. was the right answer. Yeah. Are you are you are you a messy person? You said yes, Thank I God. have
3: to deny this invite if it was Ronaldo. Oh okay. oh okay. Yeah. All,
0: right, All right, good. No, I was
1: gonna what say- makes Messi so good in your mind. Let's do that. It I, seem think like you for watch him,
3: I think for him, it's just that he knows what things he's really good at and does it every single time. Like when he's he'll just I don't know, he's just crazy to me. And just like from uh, also he's just like a very likable person, <laughs> like Ronaldo. From a characteristic perspective, I think the media portrays him really poorly, but he's just not as likable as a person. But then also Messi, like he knows he's the best in the world on the dribble, and so he'll use it and be confident and do it every single time.
0: That's right. What do you mean? You nice. think they're uh, they're portraying him poorly when he's smacking the phone out of little children's hands? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're they're framing him there. They're they're framing him there. That was a that was a nice smack.
3: I don't know if they're framing him. Maybe it's. I mean, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm not a big Ronaldo fan.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure he's a really nice guy. Like sports get heated. Like I, I'm sure there was a, a whole thing there, but uh, yeah. So last few questions here. So uh, I saw your head coach said that this team has more fun than any other mm-hmm. team. Is that uh, how does your team accomplish that? And like we we yeah. talked vibes. Is it just like is that is that just it Sorry. or what? What, yeah. what is it?
3: I think. Honestly like I can't say enough about how amazing this group of women are that I get to play soccer with every day cuz they're just okay so there's been a big culture shift um I wasn't really I wasn't really part of it just because it was before my couple years but the seniors that we've had this year went through a lot just from a cultural shift with like the team wasn't super close and the coaches weren't really creating an environment that was super fun or super trustworthy or super good for everyone. And so the seniors really took it upon themselves even before the coaching switch shift to make it a very inclusive environment. And so now like these girls we just do like everything together obviously, but now we actually like each other. <laughs> and it's because we really know each other really well. And so like one thing I'll say is that like This year we've had a really high emphasis on mental health, just because like the tragedies that have happened within the soccer community and within the college community, like it has kind of put to light how important those things are. And so our new coaching staff has really set that into motion and um, our whole team meets with a sports psych together together. And so she'll walk us through a lot of different workshops about like communication and those kind of things. And so when we know each other so much deeper now, it's so much easier to like be really good friends and to really understand each other. And so I think that's kind of where the fun comes in is because we actually like enjoy being together and it's not always so serious. Like um, <laughs> like last spring, the last week before we went off to summer and stuff, we played kickball and then we did Bruin Olympics mm-hmm. and then we had yeah. like... A whole Halloween tournament. So they just do, and they're young and like, so fun. So they just come up with really fun mm-hmm. things that aren't always nice. hashtag related.
0: Hey, awesome. All right. Well, so this is our, our last question, Quincy. This has been uh, great. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, so uh, we asked this to uh, all of our uh, college athletes that come on and uh, talk to us. So we're trying to get in the NIL space a little bit. So we offer to everyone that comes on, uh, what is your interest level in being an in the kitchen athlete?
3: In in the Kitchen Athlete. Um, I don't know. I have not thought about it in the Kitchen Athlete. (laughs) That's us.
0: That's us. Yes.
3: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What does that entail?
0: Uh, You just have to come on uh, when we ask. And you get a a t-shirt. Yeah. And you get a (laughs) a t-shirt. Yeah. And you get a t-shirt.
3: That sounds like a lot of fun. Sure. I can be an In the Kitchen Athlete.
4: Let's go. Awesome. There you go.
0: That's what we needed. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you so much for coming on Quincy. This has been really awesome.
3: Yes, of course. Thank you, Quincy. Yes. You oh, guys are doing thank great you. Stuff. And
0: congratulations again. Yes.
3: Yeah, thank you.